0: This is Keep It Simple, a weekly discussion of significant issues regarding the Word of God and His people. Our host is Pastor Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena, and the Simple Truths Radio Ministries.
1: Good day and welcome to Keep It Simple, the weekly internet talk show of the Simple Truths Radio Network, generally with Pastor Xavier Reese, but he is not here with us today. Pastor Xavier's Serving the Lord in another location, unable to be here. However, we are joined with our stu- production engineer, Jonathan Duran. Hey everybody,
2: welcome to the show. This is episode two hundred and thirty. Amen. The grace of God.
1: Also with us, our brother Ray Miranda and Pastor Sam Tirado, helping us with audio and video, so we don't embarrass ourselves. <laughs> We're grateful for that. Our very, very special guest today in the studio here. Our sister Christina Voskin. Christina is the regional director for Elam Ministries. Christina is a regular contributor to our broadcast. Even though you have not been here for maybe two years, yeah. quite some time, uh, we're always excited. How are you doing today, Christina?
3: I'm doing so I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> Every time that like when uh, uh, Pastor Tony invites me to come, I don't think twice. Amen. I'm here. I'm Amen. so happy to be here.
1: Well, we're always excited to have opportunity to spend a few minutes with you to talk about uh, the ministry that you're engaged in and all because you have, uh, you're engaged in places around the world and are able to bring information to us that is not normally available. It's wonderful work. And uh, things are changing all the time, mm-hmm. and we're certainly seeing that. I understand you recently, a week ago or so, returned from a conference meeting uh, with a number of different supporters and leaders um, Mm -hmm. who are engaged with Elam Mm -hmm. ministry, Um, that can't be something that happens too often because the people who work with Elam are spread out all over the globe. was there a particular theme or a particular information that went out at this meeting you can share with us today?
3: Yes, it was like a very exciting because for two years we were not able to do in person uh, these meetings, and when we were there, uh, was uh, our friends and uh, the staff was so happy. And uh, the theme for this year is the Book of Revelation, uh, chapters two and three. Who has whoever has here to hear, let hear Amen. the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is, Jesus wants, Jesus knows, Jesus opened the doors, and Jesus promises. Amen. So it was very powerful, and we are celebrating what God is doing. So that was exciting for us. Amen.
1: Uh, the, the That particular passage, the seven churches, the beginning of book of Revelation, so important for us. Um, and... Um, The Lord did great work there, I'm sure. Oh yes, oh yes, amen. Um, The reason, unfortunately, that you have not been here with us for the last two years, this uh, COVID pandemic uh, changed certainly the way that we did ministry here. Mm -hmm. I know you were with us while we were meeting in the parking lot for many months. That was fun. Yeah, well, it, it it was. It was really a turn. It really was. It's interesting. It turned to a blessing. But I'm sure all the work that Elam's involved with, the people that you talk to all the time, had to have been affected in some substantial ways. Uh, Kind of interesting to me that in spite of all the drama, the work of the Lord really has grown. And I mean, that's the way it's happened here at the Mm -hmm. church. I really Mm -hmm. think the church Mm -hmm. here in Pasadena has grown substantially through all this this stuff. Uh, But it's not exactly what we would have expected. I mean, because it is inconvenient and the Lord, he, he moves us out of our comfort zone, yes. but then he has a, a purpose. Do you see the same kind of influence as far as the work that Elam is engaged with?
3: Yes, it was very interesting, like you said, that everything changed. And, yeah. But what the enemy wants to, like, crash the church, God can use to build the church. Amen. And Amen. that is what happened. Uh, was, uh, what was another very important fact that, especially in the Iran region, many people were afraid to die. And they start asking and looking on the internet because they are home. Like they cannot uh, work. They are like in lockdowns. So people start looking about Jesus, looking about uh, who is Jesus, Mm -hmm. where I can find the word of God. So that increase uh, the like uh, searching for Jesus and that the team is like uh, witnessing more inside the country through uh, the... um, like social media and the technology. Yeah. Yes. And also the church is going online was another way that more people start coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the security mm-hmm. was not uh, that uh, like uh, risky to like people to go places. Uh-huh. So everything online was easy for more people to come. Amen. They're listening and many more people gave their lives to Jesus. It was incredible
2: wow. to see that. That's re- so awesome. I That's remember awesome. when we first went outside that summer, for some reason, for me personally, seeing Christina there, it just encouraged me because I, it did. <laughs> Don't tell her that, it, right? It did because just the, the the stories you've told, you know, about all that goes on in in the Middle East and all. It just I, seeing you there reminded me of those stories, and I felt like we were, in a way, to a certain degree, maybe kind of living yes. that out, not to the full degree that they do, but but it was a little taste of that. And seeing you there for me, I know, it encouraged me. And my dad and I, during that time, were talking and he kind of said the same thing he goes yeah you know christina and them there it's just so neat to see them because you know the things they've shared and the things yeah. they've experienced it was kind of a little taste of that when we were outside and so i've been all this time i I guess i've been meaning to tell you that yeah it was That's a real great. i think god used even yeah. just you guys just being there during that time as an encouragement
1: it's interesting because yeah you are our connection to ministry that goes on in so many parts of the world and you are the source from which we receive information that we wouldn't, we wouldn't have otherwise. We wouldn't know about. We, one of the things routinely we share from the pulpit here in Pasadena is the fact that more Muslims are coming to faith in Jesus today than any time in the history of the world. And without the input we receive from you and from Elam, we wouldn't be able to do that. We wouldn't know these things. Yeah. And so much of the church is really blind yes. to the work of God as it goes on around the world. Um, it's fascinating that the testimonies that we hear, how some of these believers in Christ in the in the Muslim world, these are not uh, superficial Muslims. Some of these people are really devoted yes, yes. to God, mm-hmm. and uh, they they weren't just cultural Muslims. They're really devoted to Islam, and I'm amazed to hear of people coming to Christ. In those circumstances, I mean, it really, is a miracle of God. It mm. seems to me that, I mean, this is powerful evidence of God's spirited work, and that's difficult to overlook.
3: Yes, important yes. stuff. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like, like you said, when uh, the Muslims come like to Christ, it's interesting because when they are studying the Quran, they cannot ask any questions. Mm. Whatever is in the Quran is in the Quran. You cannot ask any questions. But then when they receive the word of God, this is the New Testament that goes to uh, to Iran region. Uh, so we had this uh, partnership, the translation with the partnership with the Wincliffe translators. So when they read the word of God, all the questions they have in the Quran, they have the answers here. Amen. And they see the love of Jesus. Amen. For me, more religious the person, Easier for them to
1: come to Christ. I, you know, I get that impression from the yes. testimonies that we hear of people. Yes, mullahs yeah. coming Amen. to Christ Amen. is incredible, and also like regular
3: people, Every like day. people who yeah. are like uh, dissoluted of Islam, mm-hmm. like they don't believe in nothing, they don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Say like God, if you are God, so why my life is miserable like this? Mm-hmm. Is because they have a very hard life over there. But yeah. then when they see their identity in Jesus their life is being transformed. We have so many drug addicted coming to Christ. Like they were in drugs with like uh, opium, very heavy drugs for Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. So then their life being transformed. Another way that I see people coming to Christ in that regions uh, are how God transformed their lives. Mm -hmm. Through the transformation of their lives, people say like, what happened with you? Yes. You are not the same.
1: That's amazing witness, isn't it? Yes. Yes.
3: Sometimes it's not with words only. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's their lifestyle change. So yeah. that's like, what happened? So that they want to know about Jesus. It's like
1: a... Uh... the the quote that's attributed to St. Francis you know preach the gospel at all times if necessary use words
3: Amen. and uh, if your
1: life changes so dramatically you don't need many words people look at you and they see the truth Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, you know as we talk about the issue of of Christian growth it's generally a thing that happens at a church Mm -hmm. and that is a church fellowship and we encourage people for instance at our church People will come in and they'll want to go to a support group, and we don't really have support Mm -hmm. groups. We tell them, go to a Bible study, get involved in ministry, Mm -hmm. and it is the way that the Spirit of God is able to use His Word to change people. It seems in many of the countries where you are engaged, it's very difficult for believers to participate in what we would see as a regular church fellowship. Yes. It's, not, it's kind of very awkward, in some places maybe even illegal. Yeah. Um, is the Lord devising different ways for you to engage new believers for the purpose of building up the body of Christ?
3: Um, uh, over there, um, we can have a little bit of taste what is a church in Iran
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, in the time of the lockdown. So we were like, you know, at home, Watching the uh, church, right? Like you know, and then many people say, like, "Oh, this is good." that is not like you are saying. It's a relationship that we need to oh, have yes. with the body of Christ. Yes. The same thing with uh, the Iranians, with the that region. So we don't want them to be isolated in one uh, area and just sit there by yourself and yeah. watching the pastor on the TV, but have the relationship. Is why they have home churches that we have the taste for at least two or three weeks here in America. Yes, about the home churches, but. Uh, is uh, we start uh, a few years back with this uh, new discipleship program called Safar. Okay. That means journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, safari comes oh, from Safar? Yeah. Yes, it's journey. And uh, that is help the person to have a relationship with another person. It's a one to one discipleship program. And then you have that relationship with the person. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, they don't sit like in front of each other, they sit next to each other, because we are, I'm not teaching you, I'm walking with you. Interesting. So that is another way. And then have so many testimonies coming from this uh, discipleship program and then affecting families, affecting churches. Uh, I want to share one testimony of this uh, family in, uh, in the city called Mashhad in Iran. And uh, this family, or poor family, and the family was in drugs, and the father sold the daughter to the Taliban, because Mashhad is a border with uh, Afghanistan. Okay. So he came and and uh, bought the daughter and go the old man buying a young girl to go to Taliban, like to be his wife. And the brother was devastated. Oh, devastated. He tried everything that was possible to bring her back. He was talking to her on the phone, saying, like, just leave that man. Just run away. So, like, if I run away, they are going to kill me. Mm-hmm. So, I can't. So, she was very, very uh, sad and, like, you know, uh, not uh, happy there. And, this, and the brother also very uh, hard, like, for him, uh, that the father saw the sister. And then he became a Christian through uh, a person who shared with him about Jesus and gave him the New Testament. And he became a Christian. And when he became a Christian, he shared with his sister in uh, in Afghanistan. And uh, she also received every day. And then he's doing Safar, everything that he was uh, learning, because Safar is 30 steps that you learn about how to know about God, Father, Jesus, uh, uh, Son, Holy Spirit, who would like guide us, the Redeemer, like and forgiveness. So he was sharing everything with his uh, sister, and the sister. In one of the step is to share with others about our faith. The her husband has four sisters in the house living all together. She shared with them. The four of them gave their life to Jesus.
1: So these are the sisters of the Taliban.
3: Yes. Wow. So imagine the house of the Taliban, the wife became a Christian, and the four sisters became a Christian, but everything very secretly because yes. the man is yes. from Taliban. And uh, everything that she was learning from the brother over the phone, sharing with the four sisters, everything. And then he, he started going to our two weeks training, okay, okay. Uh, after he became a Christian, growing in his faith. So he started the two, two weeks intensive training. Everything that he was learning, sharing with the sister, the sister sharing with the sister-in-laws. In one of the studies was about forgiveness, oh, wow. that you need to forgive and intercede for those who like that you don't like
1: yeah. are your
3: enemies. And then he said, I need to forgive my father who sold my sister and that man who bought my sister. Wow. And they say, yes, it took a little bit of while for him to f- to be able to really forgive him. So he forgave them and prayed for them. And then he shared with the sister. The sister also forgave the father and forgave the husband. Wow. And in another study was, now you need to share your fate. And then he said, I don't think I want to share this with my sister because I know that she was going to share with the husbands. And But he prayed with the team and then shared with the uh, sister and over there. The next day she said, please ask your friends, to pray for me that I'm going to share with my husband that I'm a Christian. Either they are going to kill me right there or he's going to let me continue to become a Christian. And uh, she went in front of the husband said like, you know, I am a Christian. And your four sisters also are a Christian. And she was just looking at him, saying that let's see what he's going to do, like kill me or do nothing. And he looked at her, and he smiles like, oh, now I know why you change. <laughs> you don't want to run away anymore. You are treating me very nice. Even you look that you love me. And he was amazed. So, like, I was thinking, what happened with you that you change? Wow. And so, like, if this is Christianity, you continue to become a Christian. I like it.
0: Wow. He's
3: not a Christian yet, but we are praying for him, for yeah. God to transform. So That's that awesome. is a relationship. Because of the relationship with the church and growing in the faith, she was able to to share uh, her faith with her husband.
1: Wow! You, you know you can't overestimate the kind of encouragement we receive. The church in the, around the world receives from reports of people who come to faith in Jesus. I mean, it is it is remarkable. It's yes. it's amazing. Uh, for you know, we've been saying you know that the the Farsi-speaking church is perhaps uh, the fastest-growing church in the world, Mm -hmm. and if there's a more miraculous work somewhere, I don't know where it is. You know, we talk about um, uh, the nation of Iran before 1979, that really there was very little, if any, work of God going on, even though there were some Christians present, Mm -hmm. but very, very small.
3: Yes, it was less than 500 Christian coming from a Muslim background. Uh-huh. Those other Christians was the Armenians. They can yeah. be a Christian because they they already like are a Christian country. Yes. And the Assyrians, they also are Christians. Yeah. They are not Iranians, so it's different. But was
1: very small group. One of the things, you mentioned uh, this, this family in Afghanistan, one of the things that's been really difficult recently Concerning this ministry, you know the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, I'm sure created a lot of hardship for believers. You know, it's wonderful to hear the gospel being shared with people in the Taliban, but there's also another side, which is a lot of hardship and difficulties. Yes,
3: was the same thing uh, about like we were saying about 1979, after the revolution, 1979, everybody thought that like the church was going to like finish yeah. in Iran. Yeah, but. Like you said, today uh, Iran is considered one of the fastest-growing church in the world. Yeah. And uh, we pray for Afghanistan also yes. because of the Taliban with what it happened. Like, you know, it's very hard to see, but more people are looking for Jesus. More people are reaching out people to like desperate. to have yeah. the word of God. And that is another way, one of the another ways that like uh, we see that is happening is uh, people becoming a Christian, let's say in America, mm-hmm. sharing their faith with their families inside Iran or Afghanistan. So I have mm-hmm. a very interesting testimony for this. Uh, I have a lot of testimonies, <laughs> I just said. Uh, We're glad. Uh, one hour is not going to be enough to share, but like, I, I'm picking a few of uh, the new testimonies that uh, <laughs> I, I would love to share. So this uh, young man here in America, like middle age, and he became a Christian, and uh, they uh, started doing the discipleship program and say like, now you need to share your faith with your friends inside Iran. Mm. So he started researching in like Facebook friends, like old friends. So he found a friend that was like almost 30 years ago, they were friends wow. and they call him. When he called him say like, uh, oh, uh, remember we're friends and like, I became a Christian, I live in America. So like, no, I cannot talk to you because I'm the military in the high position, oh, wow. so I cannot talk to you uh, on this phone. Call my son. This is the number. I don't know where he is. He left the house. Just call him. So he called the son of his friend, and he started talking to him, and he realized that he was homeless uh, and having wow. drugs or using drugs uh, on the streets in Tehran, and uh, he started talking about Jesus, and this young man gave his life to Jesus, and he started opening his heart to him. Like, you know, when I grow up, my father, he was very hard with me. He wanted me to be like him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be like that. I have my own identity. I don't want to be like him. And that was very hard. Our relationship was very broken. And every time his friends comes to our house, he asked me to leave the house because he was ashamed of me wow. and always put me down. So one day, uh, his military friends came uh, in the house uh, to have dinner with my father. My father said, like, leave the house. My friends are coming. I don't want them to see you. He was 16 years old. He left the house and never came back. Wow. And, uh, and he was in the streets having drugs on the street, homeless. And uh, because he became a Christian, his life was transformed. And he said, uh, the friend said, like, now you go and talk with your father and forgave him. Wow. So he went to the house and started talking with the father, and the father saw that he was changed. And a few weeks later, he invited the son to come back home, and uh, the the relationship was restored. Like uh, he saw the the son was different. He was like around twenty years old, and then um, he went to receive a Bible. You cannot just knock the door and give a Bible to someone in no, Iran. No. no. So what we do, we wrap the New Testament or the Bible, like, you know, uh, in the different paper. And we put in the location, like, let's say, behind the lights or like some place close to their house. And we take a picture and send to them and say, like, this is the where is the New Testament or the Bible. So you can go there and pick out the the material, like the sweet. We talk sweets. And then um, uh, they, took, they said to him, like, where you want us to put the Bible? He said, like, anywhere in Tehran. That means, let's say, anywhere in Los Angeles. That's so it's huge. Pretty big area, <laughs> very specific. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, they took in the place over there and sent him the picture. So when he saw the picture, he said, like, why you send me this picture? So like, uh, this is where is the uh, Bible. Why this bench? Why you are sending me this picture? That is where is the Bible. So like, but why this picture? It's like, that is where is the Bible under that bench. Mm -hmm. You don't know? It's like, know what? It's like, that is the bench that I was sleeping there for four years when I was a drug addicted and homeless. And you put the Bible under that bench. You know how many thousands, thousands of parks and benches in Iran Amen. and God make them put under the bench Wow, the place that was a very hard place for him God redeem him from there Amen. because God knows where you live God wow. knows yes. your life
1: yes. and actually we we
2: have a photograph yes we do yeah let's of, show it of the bench we're going to show it right now for those watching online
1: amazing yes the you know the length and, and you see now that's an interesting thing not only does God use his word to speak to us but even the delivery system yes he reveals himself he yes. says just just in case you're not convinced this is me yeah. <laughs> I know where you've been
2: yes yes yes
1: it's so powerful.
2: real quick sorry to interrupt Christina real quick just the mic can we center it a little more it just the hair is rubbing a little bit on it okay sorry. I'm sorry to, no no you're good just since we're throwing the picture up there and we're talking okay good that's much better awesome okay sorry to interrupt
1: People forgiving other people. Yes. And especially those who have been injured by their loved ones. Mm -hmm. This is a real necessity for believers. The Lord places such a priority upon our willingness to forgive as we have been forgiven.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: I mean, it's really a crucial issue and amazing to hear how powerfully he helps, and, and it is a process. You mentioned that um, it's some, it takes some time, yeah, for people yeah. to be able to wrap their head around this idea that they can even do this. Yes, you know. But how faithful the Lord is. Yes, you know. We can encourage people to be forgiving, but it's only God's presence is the thing that makes it happen. Yes. And are you amazed to see people forgive?
3: I am. I am. <laughs> like it's very interesting. For the last, uh, I would say. Uh, Few months, I've been receiving and hearing so many testimonies about forgiveness. Yeah. I don't know if God wants to talk to me, but <laughs> <laughs> but don't well, no, you do that? So you think,
1: is there anybody I haven't forgiven? Yeah. Do I need to forgive somebody? So, yeah, just running through your mind.
3: So uh, this young man, again, like another testimony, this young man uh, gave his life to Jesus. He's a refugee, Iranian refugee in Serbia. Okay. Okay. And this, uh, after he became a Christian, immediately, the next day, he started with the discipleship program, one-to-one discipleship, safari.org. You can go and check it out. And uh, they were talking, and I think is the lesson, like, you know, is they stay like uh, 12, they talk about forgiveness. Okay. And this man, now is 40 years old, he started crying, like a baby. And the other friends say like, why you are crying? He said, when I was a kid, My four brothers abused me physically and sexually. I never shared this with no one. This is the first time. And I never were able to forgive them. And praying together, again, for a few weeks, and he was able to say, I forgave them. And not only that, he called his brothers who are living inside Iran and told them, I forgive you. Wow. And sharing the gospel, saying, like, why I forgave you? Because Jesus is the one who transformed my life to be able to forgive you. Yeah. Two yeah. of the brothers gave their life to Jesus. Wow. And now he is uh, discipling them. And not only, only the brothers, but the wife and the kids. But two of them is still not, they are not Christian yet. But we pray for God really so. it's the forgiveness.
2: Mm-hmm. It's uh, like
3: it's not mm-hmm. only words, but it's action. It's
2: powerful. It's just yes. it's so powerful. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's wild. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it yeah. never gets old seeing God work in people. Um, yeah. Talking with you about the ministry. And I know that there are a great many things that you have heard and that you've seen that you can't share because of the sensitive nature of persecution in these different countries. Um, There are amazing counts of God working through uh, the discipleship program, Safar, which you said it's on a website, safar Dot org. Dot org. Yes. We have
3: in English and Farsi.
2: And how do they spell it? Just so we know.
3: S-A-F-A-R. Okay.
2: Amen. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um,
1: and wonderful to hear that the Lord has been using this, and and just amazing, a blessing. It's got to be wonderful for you to be involved in this ministry that has led and directed in the way that the Lord has to experience, I mean, a variety, unbelievable variety of ways that people come Mm -hmm. to faith in Christ. Things that we wouldn't expect, it's almost like there are as many ways to become a believer as there are people. God has to custom tailor to every person yes. the thing that they need yes. to hear uh-huh. that will turn their hearts. Uh, one one of the outreach opportunities you shared with me recently had to do with sports ministry. Yes, can you tell us a little bit about that, Christina? Yes,
3: uh, the sport ministry is growing so fast, mm-hmm. and uh, in especially in different like in a country close to Iran. And uh last uh, two weeks, more than 650 kids uh, came to the sport ministry. And that is start with uh, one of our team members here in the U.S. He was a professional football player in uh, England. Okay. So God gave him the vision to start like, this uh, ministry in that country. And uh, interesting that Iranians, they love football, like soccer. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, they also like, said, like, okay, let's do it. So they thought it was two or three uh, cities. Now they have more than 35 cities. Oh, my gosh. And not only that, through the children who are coming, like, you know, they come, the parents need to come with them and wait for two or three hours until they are practicing. So the families uh, from the church come and uh, witnessing to them become like a friend, a relationship, invite them to come uh, to the church. And sometimes when they are teenagers, the families, they don't come with them so they are by themselves. But they are inviting the parents to come later to the church. Like last weekend, these Afghans, like teenagers, brought 50 people to the church. Wow. Because of the soccer ministry. Wow. Unbelievable.
2: It seems, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, we had uh, Melissa and her Vincent. husband, yes. Vincent. Yes, yeah. yes. And they so shared a really that. similar story And that God is just totally blessing the soccer ministry out there. Yes. God just seems to... Really, be using the soccer ministry. Yeah, That's so exciting, yeah. and
3: using the children. Okay. To yeah. bring the family because they wow. are the new generation. Yeah. Okay. And we want wow. to bring the new generation to wow. Christ. Wow. How
1: That's often exciting. we see that, where uh, parents or grandparents really will not listen to the gospel. But when their children there or their grandchildren
2: start to talk to them about yes. the gospel of Jesus, uh-huh. they become yeah. open yep. and they listen. Well, I've even heard, and I don't know how accurate this is, but I've heard that statistically with churches, you get the more most newcomers through Vacation Bible School, through VBS. Yes. yes. I've heard more than Christmas and Easter combined. That's what yes. I've heard because the children come and then they share the Lord with their parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, they, I, they
1: want to be supportive. Yes. And then right. they come in and, and the Lord gets a hold of them. Amen. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing.
3: Amen. Yeah. Amen. Wow.
1: Good stuff. I love that. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Keep It Simple. Today we're talking with our sister Christina Voskin about uh, ministry going on around the world. And we'll be right back with you after these messages.
0: Calvary Chapel Pasadena invite you to an Easter celebration. Hi, this is Pastor Xavier. We want to invite you to our Good Friday services as well as the sunrise service at Victory Park. It's been two years since we've been able to get out there. We uh, have the permits and we're going to go out there and celebrate the risen Lord. Don't let this world make you hopeless. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Join Pastor Xavier Reese of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena for an Easter sunrise service at Victory Park, Pasadena, Easter Sunday, April 17th at 7 a.m. with additional indoor services at the church at 9 or 1130 a.m. We'll also be gathering for Good Friday with worship led by special guest, Letty LeBlanc, at Calvary Chapel, Pasadena on Friday, April 15th at 12 noon and 6 p.m. Get directions and all the details at calvarychapelpasadena.com. Come on, celebrate with us. Join Pastor Xavier Reese in celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Details at calvarychapelpasadena.com. Pastor Xavier Reese with the simple truth. If your faith contradicts the Bible, it's not biblical faith. If your faith adds to the Bible, it's not biblical faith. If your faith dilutes the Bible, it's not biblical faith. Biblical faith points me back to the revelation of God. That's what saves. Check the online program guide for Pastor Xavier Reese's daily expositional studies
4: here on Simple Truths Radio at Pasadena.com. Have you ever wondered what the Bible says about the rapture or angels or even about life and death? Well, in the new doctrinal series of the Bible just released by Pastor Xavier Reese, you'll discover answers to these questions and so much more. In this brand new USB flash drive and MP3 audio format, you'll find over 50 messages included from a sermon series entitled, What About? You'll hear these full-length messages answering numerous questions about God, the scriptures, and the Christian faith. It's the What About? Doctrinal series of the Bible, available now for just $19.99, plus shipping from the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. It's a PC, Mac-compatible MP3 audio USB flash drive from Pastor Xavier Reese from his What About? Doctrinal series for just $19.99 plus shipping. Available now in the online store at calvarychapelpasadena.com. That's calvarychapelpasadena.com.
0: We return now to Keep It Simple and this week's discussion, addressing issues of consequence for the church hosted by Pastor Xavier Reese of Calvary Chapel, Pasadena.
1: This live here, Keep It Simple. Today we're spending time with our sister Christina Voskin talking about ministry and many people coming to faith in Jesus, how the Lord is working. Jonathan, we just uh, on the ad heard the announcement concerning Good Friday. We did. Which this may be the first time in history that April 15th is considered Good Friday. Is it?
2: The, you know, tax day. Sorry. Oh, but yes, yes. <laughs> they didn't extend it or anything, huh, this year? Well, you can
1: get an extension, but, okay. you know, <laughs> no, I so, not, not this year. But it is Good Friday. We're going to be here at, our, here at the church yeah. at
2: noon and 6 p.m. At 6 p.m. we're having Lenny LeBlanc. Yes. going to do guest worship. What a wonderful
1: brother. Him. Yeah. And now these are all available to be viewed online, I would imagine. They will be, yes. Online,
2: CatholicChapelFastanino.com, and also Facebook and uh, YouTube and uh simple Truth radio as well yeah for people who
1: are uh in local keep in mind there no there's no child instruction at the noon service but at 6 p.m the kids all get encouraged concerning good friday on at their own age level and so yeah that's a blessing and then on the 17th easter sunday morning and again after two years we're able to be out in the park for the Early service at 7 a.m. Very m.
2: exciting. We're so jazzed to be back at we Victory are. Park. Yes. It's going
1: to be a great It's in day. the name,
2: Victory. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> we love it, right? Yeah, so that's at what, 7 a.m.? And then we have uh, two more services that morning at 9 a.m. and 1130. That's right. So as soon as... No
1: evening service. No
2: evening service, You'll yeah. have
1: to rebroadcast something. We probably
2: will, yeah, Amen. online.
1: And I know Pastor Xavier mm-hmm. is really jazzed.
2: Yeah, we love Christina,
1: it. Christina, as we talk about all these people coming to faith in Christ... It is amazing to me how God uses the family Oh yes. and how that, what an, an important part that plays in people hearing the gospel mm-hmm. and then seeing the transformation mm-hmm. and coming to faith. Mm-hmm. It's got to be yes. interesting to you.
3: Yes, it is. like, uh, you know, uh, is exactly what is in the Bible. Amen. Like when someone, <laughs> it's not something that Elam invented, like we didn't invent anything. Everything is in the Bible already. Like, you know, yes. someone's ha- have something so precious you want to share with everyone. Yes. Like, you know, we want to like share, like, you know, I became a Christian. I'm, my life is transformed. Sometimes like we are saying, not even with the words, people seeing your transformation. Mm-hmm. This is like something happened with her. So like, uh, I have another testimony uh, <laughs> that is a young girl in the country close to Iran. She's a refugee in that country. She became a Christian and uh, doing the discipleship Safar And uh, uh, the lady who are doing with her say like, know you need to share your faith with your family inside Iran. Immediately she called her uh, cousin, Mm -hmm. like uh, inside Iran. And talking with her cousin, how Jesus transformed her life, she gave her life to Jesus. Then the cousin talked with the mother, gave her life to Jesus. The mother talked with the son, the son gave her life to (laughs) Jesus. And the son's wife gave the the life to Jesus. But the father, of uh, her cousin like was not Christian Mm. and he was a police officer in that town it's a small town in the north of Iran so and he was very angry that like the whole family became a Christian and he was not happy but he's not saying anything that is something that is now is more often in Iran people are not happy but they don't say anything Mm. they let them uh, do that like you know pray and uh, witness so uh, because of COVID, so many of the uh, services was online mm-hmm. and uh, the family was online watching the pastor, And this man went online also to see what is happening. On his own? Yes. Wow. And the pastor is a young man, I think uh, like early 30s. When he saw that man's a police officer, everybody know like uh, him, like uh, he was there, the man, the young pastors like, Welcome to our service today. <laughs> he was so excited that he was there. The man looked at him he's like, don't be too happy. I'm not here. I'm not uh, here to see. I just want to see what you are talking, this nonsense with my family. I will never become a Christian. We love wow. when people say, I will never become a Christian. Yeah. So uh, he was there. Anything,
2: right?
3: Yes, for like s- worship and uh, the sermon, like, you know, preaching. And uh, after the service was over, this man was weeping,
1: crying,
3: and he gave his life to Jesus. His life was transformed. He was so bold, sharing with everyone about Jesus. Remember, he was a police officer. Mm -hmm. And Mm. uh, one day, uh, the pastor, two weeks later after he became a Christian, uh, the pastor received a phone call uh, from him, saying like, you know, I am in the house of my uh, relatives. Uh, here in this town that is like almost six hours driving distance from him. He drove six hours wow. with his wife to go to his relative's house just to share how Jesus transformed his life share about Jesus. They have like six people in the house. So like, they all want to give their lives to Jesus, but I don't know what to do. How do I do that? So so like, it's can you help a good problem to have, me? right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So
3: then uh, the pastor prayed for them mm-hmm. and all of them, they gave their lives to Amen. Jesus. And he's still going town to town sharing with his family about Jesus.
1: Wow. You know, it's so wonderful to be wow. part of a ministry uh, that is led and directed by the Holy Spirit of God because it... God takes care of everything. You know, he ministers to people outside, believers, non-believers. And at the same time, he's feeding his servants and encouraging yes. their hearts all the time. Yes. Uh, one of the ways that we talk about uh, routinely is the work that the Lord is doing through the women's ministry. Yes. And I would like, if, if you have something to share about that, that would be really wonderful Oh to see yeah. It.
3: Uh, uh, One time someone said something very interesting uh, for me. She said, uh, when you teach one man, you taught one man. When you teach a woman, you taught a tribe. Because uh, (laughs) (laughs) the woman, when uh, we like have something good, like let's say even like sale. Like, you know, (laughs) uh, Nordstrom is having sale. You call all your friends, Nordstrom 70% sale. So like you want to share. When they become a Christian, they share with everyone. And it's normal to have a group of women coming to your house for tea. So it's what the way they do their Bible study, the way they are coming together. And uh, because of COVID, uh, we were not able to have conferences in person. And when we do conferences, uh, sometimes we cannot have more than 30 people mm. uh, because of first security. Second, uh, it's very difficult for the woman to travel to another country because mm-hmm. if you are single, your father needs to give permission for you to travel, uh, leave the country. Interesting. Yeah. If you are uh, uh, married, your husband need to give a permission mm-hmm. uh, for you to leave the country. Sometimes the families are not Christians. Uh, so how they are going to say that I want to go to this other country. Yeah. Sometimes they are Christians, is easier. So we have some difficulties because of that. So, but because of the COVID, everything was online. Mm-hmm. So in one of the conferences, we have almost 1700 wow. women. Wow. From wow. All over the wow. world like from Australia, Malaysia, uh, from America, wow. everywhere. That is so like, exciting. Like in that conference. And <laughs> it's not like two hours conference, it's the whole day conference. Yeah. And it was it's so easy. powerful. Yeah. Of course, we cannot exchange the like face-to-face yeah. uh, conferences, yeah. like you know that when you sit with someone, we hug that person, you cry together, we celebrate together. So, But that is, uh, we need to adjust, or like we are saying from the beginning, how yeah. God is giving us the yeah. creativity.
2: I think it was last year, the first event, I think, that we had here last year since everything shut down. We had been doing services again, but we hadn't had an event here. And I think the first event last year that we had had uh, since the cl- shutdown was our one day women's conference, mm-hmm. and it was so exciting. I was here running media and streaming, but yeah. I remember just when they first arrived and walking through the gym and they were having their coffee, I was so excited for them because yes. it just you felt the the Holy Spirit and the excitement yeah. and kind of like you were saying how they do Bible study different. Uh, Ray here, we, we, were, we were talking, his, his wife goes to our uh, women's studies on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. And wasn't she saying, asking him, well, don't you guys have a workbook too? Because <laughs> <laughs> the women have a workbook. <laughs> and she was like, I couldn't believe that we didn't, the men don't do yes. a workbook. You know, like you said, it's very different. I... And mm-hmm. another
3: very interesting uh, point is now, uh, because uh, we have the women's uh, uh, leaders, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they want you, for you not to be only counting on them to do the conferences. So we train twelve uh, leaders, ladies, who they can do conferences in their own cities. Wonderful. Okay. Awesome. So, so they start like you not know, doing conferences from like the city, the churches around them and like you know here and there. But another very interesting point is who is serving them? Are the men?
1: Awesome. The men
3: is cooking. The men is serving them, and the men are the ones taking care of the children. Okay. okay, and uh, it's a
1: very strange thing in many cultures,
3: especially in like Middle East culture. Okay, and wow. uh, and the children say, like, I think I prefer the man to be my uh, my Sunday school teacher than the woman. So, That's
1: <laughs> awesome. You know, even with all these new opportunities, the the basics don't change. You know, it's yeah. You know, Jesus is God. The Bible is the Word of God. It continually comes to the forefront, and we're so grateful that. The more, what is it the French say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And that's the key, is the gospel doesn't change. The word of God doesn't change. And the way that God works in the hearts and minds of people. You know, people don't realize, but when you take the gospel out of Christian ministry, you lose the transformation of lives. Yes, People don't. Be mm-hmm. aren't changed and affected mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. the Word of God, without mm-hmm. the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really another thing I find really interesting is the fearlessness oh, yeah. of believers in in difficult circumstances. You know, and we have been praying again concerning the the terrible situation in Afghanistan, and there were people who needed to leave the country, but there were other people who are sharing the gospel there, yes. and they are they are fearless. You know yeah. their lives are of little consequence. Oh yeah. You know, and that's such an exciting thing to us.
3: Yes. So I have I have uh, so many testimonies to see. <laughs> Go ahead. You. Please. So about how when they become a Christian, they've been transformed, and they are so bold to share the yes. gospel. So this young guy, like uh, early thirties, uh, Hussein, a very regular guy, nobody knows him; he's not a famous person, but he became a Christian and his life was transformed. Everywhere that he goes, he shared about Jesus, everywhere. He was arrested three times, he went to prison. Mm -hmm. The first time that he went to prison, he was sharing the gospel with everyone. 10 people gave their lives to Jesus inside the prison. And then a few months later, he was released. The second time that he was arrested, only one person gave his lives to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Few uh, weeks later, he was released. But then a few weeks later, the guard of that, that prison called him and was very angry. So like, Hussein, you know that person who became a Christian? So like, yes. Now 20 people in prison gave their life oh, to wow. Jesus because wow. of that Amen. man. Amen. Oh and then wow. uh, the guard was so angry, but Hussein was so happy. And then mm-hmm. the third time, then he has to go in front of the judge. So they put like a a chain in his uh, neck, uh, ankles, walking to go in front of the judge, was bleeding and this, that. So he was sitting there waiting for the judge to to call his name. And uh, one man sitting in front of him said like, why you are here? Do you know Jesus? And Mm. then he starts shedding over there.
1: In the courtroom?
3: Yes. Oh, wow. And then goes in Uh, front of the judge. In front of the judge the judge said like hussein three times we asked you not to share about jesus but you're still sharing about jesus he turns to the judge look at him say like now i have a question for you so before i became a christian i was a very angry person i used all kind of drugs i was a very like fighting with everyone very bad but after i became a christian my life was transformed I, I stopped taking drugs. I don't want to fight with no one. I just want to share the love of Jesus with everyone. Now, you tell me, which Hussein do you want? The one before Jesus or the one after Jesus? Good question. Hussein was released.
1: Amen, they released yes. him. Yes. Wow. So
3: that wow. is what is our desire, like, you know, to pray for those who are going through so much hard time in Iran and Jesus being the biggest conversation in Iran, wow. in yes. prisons, yeah. Amen. in the government areas, yeah. in the homes, in the universities, Jesus be the biggest conversation. And
1: like throughout all history, it is the most frustrating thing in the world for people who are opposing the gospel because yes. there is very little that they can do. You know, yes. the, the, as yeah. the Apostle Paul says, the word of God is not bound, Amen. You know, God, God Amen. does amazing things. When we hear the reports, uh, I really, you have to think we're hearing just the smallest portion of the amazing things that God does every single day. And we have to encourage ourselves. You know, God is doing a greater work than we can even imagine. Amen. Or understand.
3: Yes. And uh, I, I just want to encourage you today, saying the same God who is doing amazing miracles in Iran. Yeah. are doing the same God. He's here. Yes. He can do many, many. We need to be available to him. Mm-hmm. So like one example is uh, last uh, weekend like on the March 21st was the Iranian New Year, rus Oh, that's a big okay? deal. Yes. yes. It's a big deal for Iranians all over the world. It's not only inside Iran. Like everywhere the Iranians are, like it's a very big celebration. So one country close to Iran, uh, they have a church service there and they encourage the the members to uh, invite families to come in one church like have almost like a thousand people in that celebration that's huge 150 people gave their lives to jesus that day those are the ones that we know like you know sometimes people uh, give their lives to jesus secretly asking the pastor because family members are there Mm -hmm. they are free can you imagine 150 people in yeah. one church only is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's when exciting. You know,
1: when you hear things like that, I mean, that's that's just the evidence of God's Holy Spirit. Amen. Touching the hearts. Because how many of those people went to that event thinking, why am I doing this? You know, I don't, I don't want to go to this thing. I don't yes. want to be here. And yet God touches their hearts and does miraculous things. Just amazing, Amen. amazing Amen. to hear. You know, and that should be our prayer for a good Friday and Easter Amen. upcoming. Amen. We will be, uh, you yeah. know, inviting people to come out and hear the gospel of Jesus. And certainly the scripture will be taught clearly Amen. and plainly. The, the resurrection of Jesus, yes. The, yes. the thing that changed our world forever, yep. Amen. many, many Amen. days ago. And and as the Lord is about to return and change our world Hallelujah. again forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Amen. we're grateful. Amen. You know, uh, Christina, there are ways of getting information. Regular updates and publications. I know we were, before the broadcast, talking about uh, Iran 30. Yes. Which is, it's interesting. It's kind of a devotional, but -hmm. it's a prayer guide to be praying for the ministry in Iran. And there are different ways to get a hold of this. Yes. How can they do it?
3: You can uh, go to our website, uh, elam.com, E-L-A-M.com, and you can order there. It's free. Uh, as many as you like if you want to give to your Bible study group for your church. So you can order. You can also see online. We have the E-130 online. But having the book is different. Like, you know, to see. And when you pray for something for 30 days, you have that love inside of you. Mm -hmm. Imagine the miracles that God will do over Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So also we uh, didn't talk about so many Uh, like uh, uh, dreams and visions. This uh, young man praying for his father for almost two years for him to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. One day he has a dream Mm. with Jesus. His father? His father has a dream with Jesus. He's saying like, Mm. Hussein, the Jesus that Reza is talking to you it's me. I am God. My name is Jesus. Believe in me. He just wake up, call his father, his son at three o'clock in the morning. I want to become a Christian. Jesus came to my dream. <laughs> wow. I want to become. So like when we pray, we don't know what God can do because You're... nothing yes. is impossible for yeah, him. Yeah. So it's why for me is so important, the prayer guides.
1: Yeah, wow. very. Wow. And, you know, you have to encourage yourself that prayer is powerful. Amen. And, and you, you, every day, every day, I mean, I, we pray for things all the time and we see what the Lord will do. And often the Lord does things we don't expect. Yeah. He, does, he answers our prayers in very different ways, but he answers yeah. powerfully. And mm-hmm. we're you know, just so grateful for all that the Lord does and the wisdom that he provides. And so we encourage people, pray mm-hmm. for the work of ministry going on around the world. The Amen. Lord would use the scriptures and the yes. Farsi language, yes. you know, multiple places. I mean, even refugees in Europe and in Greece yes. Yes. who have gone out of Iran and other countries are receiving the gospel.
3: Or even here in America, a uh, lot of Afghans came and they yeah. sleep another dialect of uh, Farsi. They mm-hmm. can't understand Farsi, this language, this book. So you can order also in our website. It's free of charge. Amen. You just order. And if you have a neighbor or anyone that you know are refugees from uh, for that Iran region, yeah. please order one and give the word of God. We, it's not us who are going to change them, it's the word yeah. of God.
1: And sure. there's so many so many people, I mean in the Los Angeles area. Oh yeah. Huge numbers of Iranian expatriates, people who came in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Who live here now and they certainly read the farsi language great yes. thing to be able to present them yes A wonderful gift
3: <coughs> can Excuse i share me. one more thing that we no, have now no is more exciting. no more okay yes no please
1: <laughs> please share uh,
3: technology yeah. is amazing and i love technology and i love podcasts
1: amen we we're so, just talking
2: about that huh yes, yes so yes, we yes. have
3: this new podcast called jesus speaks farsi Cool. Okay, so if you go to the podcast and just see Jesus is Speak Farsi by Ilan Ministries, and these three new episodes, the first three episodes is like three very good friends of mine. Like one is Farshid, who was in prison for five years in Iran because of his fate. Yeah. Another one is Lodan. She also was in prison in, in Iran for her fate. And another one is Anahita they also, she also went to prison. Like when they share about prison, you come and say like, I want to go to prison because they are so excited to see how mm-hmm. God used them inside the prison mm-hmm. and, and are going to prison for the Christians, uh, especially in the, that uh, region is kind of going to PhD and coming out more strong. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. I encourage you to listen to their uh, testimonies. Is Jesus Speaks
2: Farsi. And we were explaining earlier in here uh, to find the podcast. If you have an iPhone, there's a big purple square icon. That's it's your a, podcast uh, app. Apple Podcast. Yeah, go there okay. and you, you would search for Jesus Speaks Farsi. Yes. And then on Android, I don't know how you do that. No, you I'm can do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. They have yeah. other podcast apps as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So
1: wonderful amazing you know that there's a a never-ending uh variety to the way that the lord can disseminate information and instruct the hearts of people around the world amen and uh as we you know there's so much evil Mm -hmm. with technology you know Mm -hmm. so many terrible things uh um -hmm. it's wonderful just to see the lord's hand involved and changing the lives of people and doing great things and we want to be praying for you and for Thank the you. the work for all those involved with the work that as it goes forward and the distribution of the scriptures and work of the technology and the advancement. You know that this work Amen. would multiply, not Amen. just grow but multiply from Amen. year to year. And we have, Amen. you know, we believe that we are in the last days. That yes, we believe that Jesus is coming, and uh, we believe the rapture is going to take place yes. in the near future. And so our prayer is that God would just complete that beautiful work as he's intended in the heart and the mind Amen. of every person. Mm-hmm. And we'd
2: like to encourage our listeners to pray for them. And wow, absolutely. Right? Everybody Amen. listening, absolutely. Yeah, multiply Amen. those prayers. You know? Amen.
1: Yes. Pray for uh, the leadership of Elam and uh, all the publications and take advantage of the website. And the church website is elam.com.
3: Yes. And yes. you can
1: find that anywhere. Mm-hmm. and. And uh, there's another website, Mohabbat News, actually, where you can see news Mm -hmm. of what's going on Mm -hmm. in the Iran region and those things. Things are changing quickly. And, you know, again, we're dealing with a very limited time frame, a a window that is closing for us to be able to share the gospel of Jesus. And so you're listening today. We want to exhort you and encourage you that if you haven't given your life to Christ Mm-hmm. You haven't received him as your personal Lord and Savior. You would take advantage of this opportunity mm-hmm. uh, Tomorrow belongs to no man mm-hmm. and we we don't know what tomorrow holds But we know who holds tomorrow Amen. Amen. And so if you pray and ask God to forgive you for your sins And you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your forgiveness You believe that he rose from the dead and you confess that to him publicly in prayer and begin to read the scripture, let God transform your life in ways that you would never imagine. It's interesting. We, you talk to believers, and when you when you became a believer in Christ, did you believe that God could do these things in your life? And the answer is uniformly no. I had no expectation that God could change my life in all these amazing ways, mm-hmm. and yeah. that He would bless me with a family and friends, a family that goes around the world. Yes, you know yes. a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. And we're just grateful. Christina, thank you so much for coming and thank taking you. time to be with us today. Thank you And for we know that me. you travel a great deal, so we pray the Lord protect Amen. you and bless you and continue to use you in all that you do.
3: Amen. Thank you. Thank Amen. you so
1: much. Our pleasure. And again, for those of you who are watching, we encourage you tonight at 7 p.m., the Women's uh, Ministry is live streaming uh, their study in the Book yeah. of Esther, They're Getting, getting close to closing the book of Esther. There are a few weeks, three or four weeks left. And then we do encourage you to uh, watch the regular broadcast of church services with Pastor Xavier Thursday evening at 7, seven o'clock yeah, Pacific. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Standard Time. time. And, and then Sunday, Sunday morning as well, yeah. yeah 12 night. noon Pacific Standard Time. Amen. So great opportunities to receive the word as well as on Simple Truths Radio where you can hear Pastor Xavier in Spanish, Pastor Chuck Smith in English, and uh, special, uh, special studies from the women's ministry as well. Yeah,
2: those go out, and it's always exciting to just hear about people that are taking advantage of even, like, the women's studies resources. And There's just some about women's Bible study. They just love it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs>
1: we invite you to contact us. You can email us questions, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the air. And... Uh, Please continue to pray for Pastor Xavier. The Lord will bless him and give him wisdom in the days to come. We're grateful to be here with you today. Remember, keep it simple. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Keep It Simple with your host, Pastor Xavier Reese, on Simple Truths Radio. We hope today's broadcast has informed, encouraged, and challenged you in your own personal walk with Christ. For more information regarding Simple Truths Radio Ministries or Calvary Chapel Pasadena, please visit calvarychapelpasadena.com. We hope you'll be back for our next discussion, and may God richly bless your day.